when we talk about who makes a good RevOps leader, not a team of RevOps, but a RevOps leader, I think you need to have that heavy tech component because what you're describing is fantastic, but it's fantastic for probably an enterprise level business. You are listening to the Digital Utopia Podcast, a resource dedicated to helping B2B leadership and executives gain clarity and focus in a chaotic marketplace. Hey gang, welcome to the Digital Utopia Podcast, episode 41. I'm your host, Frank Cowell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Joseph Freeman. We have a bit of a disagreement going this morning. We're talking about RevOps as it relates to SMBs. And yeah. I have some very strong opinions. And I think, Joe, you have some mild opinion. I think they're pretty weak at this point. <laughs> so you're going to have to like prove your case to me. You know what? Just because you can Karain Roddy kick me better than anybody else doesn't mean you can beat me in every argument. We need to, at some point, show our listeners, if you're watching the, the video version, uh, my moves. And wow. they might be, they, I'm sure they'll be impressed. Well, we're going we're gonna to go from 12 down to six listeners after that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it. Let's get it on. Uh, you know, RevOps for SMBs. You know, I think there are uh, big questions around whether or not RevOps is applicable for SMBs. And if so, what portion of RevOps do you run? Because it, you know, RevOps is a big conversation. And, and I think for SMBs, it can be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. And I think the other question that has come up kind of riddled in there, maybe where most of the disagreement is, is who is the right, you know, quote unquote, RevOps leader? Who should you be looking for? Who should you be hiring? Who sits in that seat? And what are their credentials? What is their history that gets them to a point where they are qualified to even do that? So ready, begin. Yeah. So I think for a small business, the the thing that we have to be careful of when trying to implement RevOps. When I say we, I just mean we as a business community. When trying to implement RevOps when you're an SMB, the thing that you have to be careful of is that the time spent doing the function when compared with a company that say is 5X and spending the same time, you're going to get more output on the company that's 5X because RevOps is about leveraging information and leveraging your solutions in a small business, you only have so much throughput, whether it's with your traffic, whether it's with your sales velocity, whether it's with your repeat buys and your customer base, you just only have so much to leverage. And so you could spend the same time and only bear so much fruit, and it may not pencil out in terms of ROI. And so that's the distinction I think we have to make sure our listeners understand is if you're a small, mid-sized business, you have to be careful about the time investment. And I think what's important is to understand, okay, what activities should you be doing then of the entire RevOps function? There are certainly some activities that you can focus on and try to maximize the ROI of your time in this area. And then I think there are some other things around tech that can help you as well. So that way you're not, you don't add those headaches to your plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think as we work you know, we work mostly with SMBs, right? We we have experience, obviously, with bigger companies as well. And I think the the difference that we see, at least that I see, is at bigger companies, the RevOps conversation really has to be more around tech, because in most cases, there's many departments using many different types of software with much data flowing through, and nobody really knows what's happening, where, with whom, at any given time. And so, connecting all of that is super important, right? So RevOps becomes a big tech conversation. Now in that, there's also 
process that has to be adhered to to make sure that data is flowing through the tech properly and that um, you know offline things are happening to continue to push um, away the revenue bottleneck. When we come down to an SMB level, tech is not that crazy in most organizations. A lot of times there's a couple pieces of software and sometimes in a lot of the you know companies we work with, they're using HubSpot. So there's oftentimes just one piece of software, which is really cool because it's already all talking to itself. The the service hub and the sales hub and the marketing hub, all the data is flowing into the same um, you know account and it can all talk to each other. So the tech becomes a little bit less of the conversation and the process really becomes a big part of that conversation, right? When you start to see that there's a revenue bottleneck at your opportunities level or maybe down at your leads level, it's less about how do we get the tech talking to figure out how to clean this up and more about what do we do? Whose responsibility is it to uh, help move this bottleneck out of the way? And so I think that's a huge um, distinction too in the SMB conversation when it, as it relates to RevOps is um, it's all about tech. It's all about process, but there's kind of a weighting there. You know, it's, it's weighted heavier in tech in my experience with the big companies, weighted heavier on process with the small companies. I think so. Uh, I think this is where we do agree. I think for small businesses, I think it's really important, small to mid-size. And, and just to help our listeners, I think the range we often talk about in that is, you know, zero to 50 million, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. in there is you're an SMB. And I think businesses in that range really have to get their platform dialed in. So that way they're not just adding unnecessary headaches by having multiple systems, doing things in spreadsheets and 42 different softwares to to run the business. The idea that you're going to get it down to one and only one is probably not realistic, but you can certainly decrease it dramatically and unifying the platform. And I think it's really important uh, for small businesses in that range especially when we talk about the growth function, the, the growth aspects, right? Which is marketing sales service. Mm-hmm. Now you have the other things like admin, you have other things like finance, you have, you know, what have you, R&D. But I think marketing sales and service, I think those are especially important to get into one platform. Because if you can do that, the tech, that, that one platform is going to do a lot of the heavy lifting for you and show you, you know, where things are following down in that process. You'll be able to see your best customers, where they came from originally, from the moment they clicked on a tweet of yours, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so to have that 360 degree view of your customers, I think is job number one when it comes to the tech. Your other functions, you know, admin and maybe even some service delivery, uh, maybe those are in other systems, but getting marketing sales and like the, the uh, customer service aspect of, of your operations and getting that in there is so critical. And, but, but here's where, I think is the it takes a a step out of that is once that's in place, then I think whoever leads that function has to be very business analyst minded so they can get the organization focused on the one problem we have right now. In fact, I've often been calling this, you know, the boulder, like the the mm-hmm. idea that organizations have rocks that they're working on each quarter and rocks are your projects or your your objectives that have been elevated to, you know, major attention level. So you have your rocks, but to me, like there's one boulder and there's, there's like the big rock and that's the number one problem in the company right now or the number one initiative right now. You know, I, I remember Vern Harnish telling the story about how um, Apple, when they were wanting to get into retail, uh, Jobs, his number one rock, his boulder, if you will, was retail. That's it. That's all he did. He just focused all his effort there because their imperative was to get retail 
in play and they had a certain mm-hmm. vision for it. So that became their boulder. So whether it's in a, a more goal oriented or whether it's problem oriented, I think that business analyst minded person needs to focus the company there and keep everybody's attention there and keep everybody understanding why that's important and what progress is being made towards that. Yeah. Well, and the, the question came up in, I believe it was a forum, who should be hired, who should be considered as a RevOps leader in my organization? And actually, I think the question came from somebody who was aspiring to be a RevOps person. What should my background be? What should I start studying now um, or working in now to be ready to be a RevOps leader? And, and I thought that was a, a really interesting question because we do talk a lot about it being a business analyst, but in my experience and even on the SMB level, I think you need to be tech-minded. And this is where the disagreement, I think, comes in. I think we both agree that you need to be a business analyst and have some tech-savvy. I think you need to almost be more tech-savvy in a lot of ways because understanding where the bottleneck is from a business standpoint, great. You need to do that. Um, being able to, you know, having analytical skills to be able to dig deep to figure out really what's causing that. Yes, you absolutely need to do that. But then you get a little bit stuck if your next step is, well, I don't know how to fix this from a technical standpoint. If you have to then go to a a developer to help architect that, now you've kind of split that RevOps role into two in my mind. And I think the real true effective RevOps leaders are the ones who can do both. And I also recognize that that's a unicorn. There are not a lot of people who have been on a marketing team at some point and then a sales team at another point and then also help to deliver some service and then also are geeking out on dev stuff and have a little programming background and also are analytical. And oh, by the way, they're also great at communication. I think you need all of those skills. And I think that's a bit of a unicorn. And I think that's where we're getting into trouble in the RevOps community, understanding who is the perfect person there because the perfect person is few and far between. And so this is where I disagree. I think when you talk about people who are going to lead functions, you need leaders first and foremost. In any given function, one of the primary skill sets needed is leadership, communication, you know, calm under pressure, knowing how to see the forest through the trees. And so having someone who's more of a business strategist lead that and having some tech understanding is important. But if we're talking about as you grow the function beyond one person, look, that RevOps team should be that strategist. They should also have an analyst on their team, and they should also have an architect someone who is the tech savvy person, but make no mistake, that business leader works hand in hand with the COO to ensure that they're executing on the CEO's vision. And so to be able to lead the organization and rally marketing and sales and service together and get them into those conversations and know how to lead them so they can believe in the solution and believe that they're moving in the right direction, I think is job number one. You can hire analysts, you can hire architects. Leadership, in my opinion, is is the most valuable skill in that area. So I'm seeing right now where we're disagreeing because I actually do not disagree with that. I believe that 100%. But when we talk about who makes a good RevOps leader, not a team of RevOps, but a RevOps leader, I think you need to have that heavy tech component because what you're describing is fantastic, but it's fantastic for probably an enterprise level business. It's fantastic if you have um, salaries to dole out to a team that can spend all of their time doing that. But most companies, even beyond SMB, are not really budgeted for that, at least in my experience. And so when you need to find the single person who's going to drive this forward, I think you are kind of looking for a unicorn. I think you're looking for somebody who has spent 10 plus years not in a role as a sales leader or a marketing leader, and now they're just interested in RevOps. I think they've skipped around and done a whole bunch of stuff. 
Yeah, but then I think what we're talking about is we're really offloading uh, business strategy and leadership back to the COO, which when you're in a small company, that is your job. If you're the COO, your job is to kind of do quote unquote rev ops, you know, optimize mm-hmm. revenue. In other words, mm-hmm. as things flow, marketing, sales, service, how are you optimizing that machine for the most growth possible? So in, in that scenario where I would agree with you is sure, have someone who's tech to kind of be, to be that right hand to the COO. We've talked about that before, but you know, business leadership and strategy that's still going to come from the COO, not this tech person. And I think that the challenge yeah. if you put someone who's primarily tech focused in leadership of any position, they're, they're going to look for tech solutions to every problem. You know, it's that, that old saying, if you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And so I think to me, that's yeah. why leadership and strategy come first. But in that scenario, I agree with you that in a small business, you are better off putting a right hand to the COO that is very technically savvy because they're ultimately going to be uh, implementing solutions driven by the COO. And maybe they can bring some suggestions, but those suggestions and recommendations, in my opinion, are going to be more tactical. Uh, what we should do about this problem is still probably going to be answered by the COO slash GM. So I'd be really interested to hear what the community thinks about this. I, I feel like we should put that out there and have a, a communal conversation around it because, you know, of course, <laughs> I'm, I'm not always right. In fact, I'm mostly not right. But this is what I feel. And That's I feel why you just- have me. That's why you have me here <laughs> on this show. The, the almost always right guy to come alongside me? <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. All right. You know, as all I've right, gotten enough. older and wiser, I'll take almost all this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, wrapping this back to SMBs, I, I think it's worth um, bringing up again, something we've talked about on, on previous episodes, but um, as an SMB, I'm interested in RevOps. At what point do I actually need to consider a RevOps leader as part of that conversation, as opposed to just my company is adopting a RevOps mindset. I as the CEO, I as the COO, whoever is just going to kind of push this conversation forward, but we don't need a dedicated uh, you know, role for that. And so where do you think that breaks down? So I, I, think, I think early on when you're just now needing, the COO realizes they just need some help because what happens is in today's world, due to the tech, and due to the amount of information that we deal with say that becomes overwhelming right that that becomes an overwhelming additive to the job of coo so i think the first thing is getting some sort of right hand person and you could probably do that fractionally I mean, that's what we do for our clients not to put out a commercial here but that that right hand or that advisory to the coo i think is the very first step because that role can do a lot of the tech analysis they can do um, guide some of the tech implementation guide you know some of the more tactical implementation around whether it's content and whatnot and they can be that advisor and say hey I, I see what you're wanting to accomplish here are some some ways that can mm-hmm. get done oh by the way here's an analysis this is kind of flashing off what's happening in this area and the questions can go back to the COO slash GM so I think that's that's the first step for small businesses is when you're ready is it's more of a, a right hand to that role. So you said not to put out a commercial, but I actually think we are putting out a commercial because the truth is, Uh-oh. if you're listening to this, you are interested in this and you should actually work with uh, you know, a, an agency that understands a RevOps um, mentality, whether you're working with, you know, we preach HubSpot, whether you're working on HubSpot or anything else, 
I think you should get a fractional help there because you are going to be able to push stuff forward quicker for a third of the cost of a dedicated person. The truth is, in many small businesses, this is not really a full-time gig. This is you know, a, a kind of a part-time, maybe a third time. Someone has to just be checking in once a week and making sure things are pushing forward and then really keeping the three departments wrangled. And by that, I mean the, the marketing, the sales, and the service departments. Getting, and so getting them aligned. Whether it is you work with us or, or somebody else, that part probably doesn't matter at all. I do think you need help as an SMB with this. You, you really do. You really do. You mentioned, um, I think you encapsulated it well, right? Get, get the tech platform in place so you are operating from one source of truth. Mm-hmm. Get the guidance to understand, okay, here's what's happening with this data. Here are the things that we're seeing. And by the way, let's get a process going so those three departments are aligned. I mean, that right there is huge, right? That Just that alone uh, is huge for a business, especially uh, a business that's growing and uh, you're at a point where you need this help, but you're not ready to bring on these six-figure salaries in multiple positions. Well, and take it to people. So we talk about RevOps through the lens of, you know, you need to get your process optimized, you need to get your platform optimized, and you got to have your people optimized to make sure that all of that process is being executed properly on that platform. Yep. Um, and, you know, I just think that with outside help, fractional help, you're going to get all of that kind of bundled together. And I think if you are going to build out a team to do that in-house, maybe you can and maybe you should. But you can do the math on that. I mean, that's a lot of salaries to make sure that that is always being optimized properly. Yeah, you're going to step into that over time. And yeah, certainly, I, I wouldn't suggest. I hope our clients over time start to grow that function more and more. Mm-hmm. And that's why the way we help our clients is we, we come in almost like the, um, you know, the uh, I've been using the phrase special forces, mm-hmm. right? So we're going to guide you and then we have some special forces for you. And so this way you have the best of both worlds and it kind of just makes sense. But yeah, if you're here today and you're listening, you're in that range, zero to 50 million, and you realize, hey, this stuff's getting more complex. We need to figure out how we optimize this growth system that we're trying to develop. uh, And we need the help. We'd love to talk to you, actually. So come visit us at digitopia.agency on the interwebs. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about the information that Joe and I talk about here, we talk about our methodology quite often, you can go to buildingyourdigitalutopia.com, buildingyourdigitalutopia.com. That's all we have for you today. I would love to, for you guys to take up Joe on his suggestion of commenting and starting a conversation around your thoughts on this very subject. Uh, again, go to buildingyourdigitalutopia.com. We have a list of all the podcasts and we can start the engagement there. But uh, until next time, folks, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.